Hey everyone. And Monica. Hello. <laughs> and tonight we Welcome are doing... to Fantasy Island. Very good. Tonight <laughs> we are doing Fantasy Island, uh, the new Blumhouse horror film. And when I say new, I mean it's a new movie, but it's based on a very old property, Fantasy Island, I believe the TV show, Monica, is that correct? TV show, yeah, 10 o'clock, Friday Just nights. Were you, were you aware that there was an original Fantasy Island? I was not. Yeah, so Monica, yeah. why don't you tell us young folk what Fantasy Island the gist was back in the day? Um, so people would have these fantasies, and they would get on a float plane, and they'd go see Mr. Rourke and and his little buddy Tattoo, and it would always seem like their fantasy was going to be something really swell. Uh, maybe they were going to go back and meet their boyfriend from college and rekindle a romance, or maybe they were going to find a lost sister. But what always happens is something completely unexpected. Uh, but not nearly as horrific as what's going to be happening in this movie on a couple different levels. Um, so it was, it's, it was suspenseful, I guess, um, as much as a 10 o'clock on Friday TV show on like ABC could be suspenseful. This is in the time of Love Boat. And so it would all be guest stars from that were like B, C, D list actors coming to seventies, late sixties, late seven. <sighs> Listen, uh, late seventies, probably. I don't late, know. I'm, I, I early eighties. I, I didn't know it was if it was on during your era of like being of the age to be watching this. You know. Yeah, this was something. Yeah, definitely. But so it was late seventies, early eighties, um, maybe up to like even like eighty five or so, something like that. So well, there you go. A brief history on Fantasy Island for those of us <laughs> listening under forty, I guess. Um, so Fantasy Island, this version in Blumhouse's new spin on Fantasy Island, the enigmatic Mister Rourke makes the secret dreams of his lucky guests come true at a luxurious but remote tropical resort. But when the fantasies turn into nightmares, the guests have to solve the island's mystery in order to escape with their lives. <clears throat> that would that would have been good. Uh, so. <laughs> This we are. I, I mean, I, I, everyone sounded excited for this. Even Nicole, who's not on this, said it looked interesting. Although ultimately, she did not end up seeing it with me because the scores came out. Um, I, I thought it looked like just another trash horror movie that comes out in the first th- four quarter of the year. I guess, well, okay, you were interested because you usually don't see horror movies. I think this is probably the first horror movie you've done with us. But you were like, oh, I knew the TV show, so I'll, I'll do it. And Jess, you you're always game for horrible horror movies, so. Um, yeah. It, plus, I like I like Maggie Q too. So who, I, was I thought that was not the one who I thought it was. I thought Maggie Q was the young one, the younger one who wants the revenge. Oh, Lucy not the Hale. One. Yeah, I guess I got them mixed up. Eh, I've seen Lucy Hale's. Like, I'm yeah. just like, eh, I don't really care much about her. I like Maggie Q better. There's a lot of people in this. I reckon, like, I'm like, oh, they're they were on a show for a few episodes. It's not like a lot of those kind of people. And Michael Pena is the main guy. So yeah, um, Ant Man. Portia Doubleday. I recognized her. She was she's in some stuff from the mid 2000s. I liked. I haven't seen her Which in a while. One? Who was she? She was, was she the, Julia. No, she was the um. What's her name? The one who's captured. Uh, that she was that oh. was tortured. Sloan. Yeah. Sloan. Sloan. That's her name. Sloan. Um, Sloan, yeah. There's, there's a lot of recognizable fish. Jimmy O. Yang, I, I know him from comedies and stuff. He's He's been around lately. Uh, so, I mean, before Crazy we get into this, you know, it's, for those who haven't seen, it's got, it's actually, it's it's down to an 8% now on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, four Single six, digits. 4.6. Yeah. It's even lower than the turning. It, turning is almost twice as high as this. Uh, <laughs> 
Interesting doubleheader to listen to, folks. Uh, we've we've done some bad horror movies this year. Right? We did Eli. We did uh, Gretel and Hansel. <laughs> there have just been no winners, and now we have this one. Um, oh, it's a twenty on Metacritic. It didn't I didn't think Metacritic went that low. I thought it was like the SATs where there's like a baseline, like you can't actually get that low. But... <laughs> if you write your name, you should be okay. I guess they didn't write. They, made they, an they forgot. <laughs> they yeah. copied their name from someone else's work. Uh, if you haven't yeah, seen yeah. Fantasy Island and you like the jump scare horror PG-13 variety, you know, you, you, some people like that. This this could be for you. You could try it out. It's in theaters now for another week probably and then, uh, yeah, we'll, never to be heard from again. So we're going to spoil it. I guess I didn't say that. Uh, we rate things here at Films with Women in My Life based on four criteria and those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. Uh, so here are our beginning couple of people, like our our um, our contest winners that were introduced to them on a seaplane. There's a little right. There's a little thing that comes in before. Before there's like a prologue of a girl hiding under her desk, and the, pho- the phone rings, and she demands that whoever ring- rings the phone to help her out of there. And immediately in the first thirty seconds of this, I'm like. Oh boy, nothing's making sense already. Um, anyway, coming off the plane, <laughs> businesswoman Gwen Olson, former policeman Patrick Sullivan, stepbrothers JD and Brax Weaver, and Melanie Cole. They they have won this this trip to the Fantasy Island Tropical Resort. Uh, upon arrival, they meet the island's keeper, Mr. Rourke. That's Michael Pena's character, probably the most famous of these people in here. He he is like you have to follow your fantasies to conclusion, and you only have one fantasy per guest. Those are the only two rules. Um, the island's cool. They got nice little bungalows. Um, there's like a party that they get to go to. Um, and they all, we get little glimpses of all of their different fantasies. Uh, Gwen, the businesswoman regrets not going on a date with a, or not going on a date, not accepting a proposal from an old boyfriend. Uh, policeman Patrick Sullivan, uh, he, he wants, um, he wants to have enlisted in the army, but he couldn't. And then we find out more about that part of the story. Uh, stepbrothers JD and Brax seem to just kind of want to be on top and party and just like the general I want to have money and, and women or men as it were uh, and drugs yeah. and all that stuff and then Melanie wants revenge on a high school bully so the the movie splinters off into four stories for most of this movie we follow their individual stories they come back together kind of at the end kind of but yeah it's it's a four it's a four four B plots running throughout the movie all all with the the, the central theme of they all have these fantasies and things start to go wrong. Uh, Michael Rooker is also hiding in the bushes. So, uh, okay, what do you think <laughs> of the plot of Fantasy Island? Okay, wait, I have to ask. The guy hiding in the bushes, that's Mary Poppins, y'all, right? That's, yeah, Michael Rooker, he's, he plays okay. uh, he's Yondu, Yondu. In, in Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, um, I wasn't sure if you were talking about him or if you were talking about the... Um, like the gooey kind of guy that we find out the later. Doctor or the army no, guy? No, the no, the gooey guy. Oh and... yeah, he's the burned guy. Yeah, 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 him. I, yeah. I thought that too. But okay, now I know. Uh, what did I think about the plot? Well, it it followed along pretty well the the whole Fantasy Island premise of the TV show, which I kind of liked. Um, I didn't really know that this was an actual horror film because that's not that is my kryptonite i i don't like that i told you Um, multiple times i'm like are you sure you want to do this it's a horror movie and you were like yeah it's like fantasy island i'm like it's not gonna be like a 70s tv show (laughs) stuff that it was fantasy island i was like you know what but a part of me was like you know i used to be really scared of that as a kid like 
that was that was a show that I would sit in the corner of the sofa with a pillow over my head, but I had to watch it because just in case you know one of your favorite B list or C list actors were, was going to be on, and you you know you don't want to miss a performance because there's no DVR. So thank God I don't live in that I time. Had, <laughs> it was exhausting. I'm not gonna lie, it was fucking exhausting um, for somebody who liked you know pop culture. So I was expecting that, and you know Michael Payne is fun to watch. Uh, the plot of this, though, um, I like the way that you were following around the four stories. I'm going to actually say I think the plot of this might have been the strongest part for me. Um, oh it was fun how it wove back together at the end. I thought I thought this was kind of a fun little movie. Um, it's bad, but... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> But we knew that going in. So, I mean, yes. I think that's okay that it's bad. But it wasn't bad to the point of being funny, which was kind of what we were hoping for, I think. So, um, the way that the plots, the way that they get the people there and they get the plot, it's it feels realistic for me because I know the premise and I'm familiar with it. Um, and the only part plot part that I didn't like was the two brothers and them going there just to party. I'm like, what a waste of having your ultimate fantasy is to go and, you know, have have a party. And it looked fun and all, uh, but the girl in the Lucite shoes just ruined it for me. I think I'm going to give the plot of this movie a three. Wow. Jess? Wow. Um, so I'm going to start off saying that, yes, it was bad, but I think I'm going to agree with Mama K. The plot is probably the strongest part. Um, I like the whole idea of it, going to an island and fulfilling your fantasy, um, living through it and, you know, kind of reflecting on your life, imagining what you could have done, what you picked, um, how you grew from it, and I thought all that was cool. I was probably in it, maybe like the first third, and then it lost me, and I think I got like stumbled into like, I don't know, half the time I was on my phone, half the time I was sleeping, and half the time I was trying to pay attention. So, the parts that I do remember, um, I, re I liked Maggie's, I'm sorry, uh, her actress named Gwen. I like her story mm. the best. Um, Lucy's, I think, second best. The army guy, the third best. And, and I agree with you, Mom. Okay, I hated the brothers so much. Yeah, everything, just, everything ugh. about the brothers, um, I didn't like at all. I like the idea how they all came together in the end, but the execution, I think, was pretty poor. I, I knew one of them was probably going to turn on the other and they were all going to be interwoven, but I think I was still a little confused and I think they re tried really hard to piece it together. Yeah. Some things are really obvious. Like, I could tell Julia was definitely um, Michael's fiance or wife or something. Um, yeah. But then... Too, from the get-go. Yeah, and it was... Some it was just painful to watch at the very end. Um, I think it deserved <laughs> it deserved the score it got, and it's disappointing because I think it could have been so much better. It was just poorly put together. So I think it could have been I'll, fun, right? I think it could have been. been I think it could have been like yeah. a really good movie. Um, because I like the plot. Like I think it's a good storyline to go by, and it could get so interesting and so intricate. But it was just they did it wasn't. <laughs> um, so yeah. I'm gonna give it a two. Okay, before I give my rating real quick, if you if you could rank the four subplots, because cause Jess just kind of gave her thoughts uh, on, on those Oh, okay. Four. Rick, um, I like uh, the girl getting back at her nemesis story the best. Mm -hmm. um, Melanie's story. I, 
Yeah. And I like, I think I like that story above all of them. The, I was really, they took, they dragged me too far along with, with, uh, Gwen's story. Like they, the, um, Maggie Q's story. It, they, it took too long for them to get to the, why was she so reticent? She got her wish and she's got a family now. And, and, but why was, you know, you know, what is the, what is the mystery behind why she's so reticent to, uh, to think that she deserves it. And, then the other plot of oh the the guy going to meet his dad um i would have liked that better if the actor playing that the police officer was better <laughs> i agree acting yeah we'll get to because i liked him <laughs> i know but i'm just saying that's why otherwise i think that plot would might have taken precedence because that's an interest i like i like that kind of situation where the you know, the son as a, as a grown up is meeting his dad as, you know, when, you know, it's sort of a time, it's a time warp thing. And I kind of like that plot. Um, and then the, the one with the party guys is the absolute worst. I realize that so much is predicated, so much of the storyline of them being woven together is predicated on that. So mm-hmm. maybe that was just sort of like, we need a throwaway plot where things can happen. So all this makes sense, relative sense. So I think that's where I'm at. So, okay. So what about you? I, I don't fully disagree with what you guys are saying. Um, I knew this movie was bad. Like I said, about 30 seconds in. Uh, when the, the first like six lines of dialogue, all none of them make any sense. I'm like, all right, it's gonna be horrible. And then then they all show up. The dialogue's bad. The the, the, the acting is kind of goofy. Um, I think at one point when Michael Pena like welcomes everyone on the island, the it's such it's, it's small details, and I stopped paying attention to them as we go because I, I had to. But like he's like uh, they're like the two the two bro guys are like, oh, where's our fantasy? We need we we, we want ours now. And he's like. Your fantasy starts after a good night's sleep. And then literally the next thing he does is, well, your fantasy's right over here. And then they have a giant party. I'm like, well, that's not a good night's sleep. I, I, I like immediately I'm like, the writing just doesn't make any fucking sense. And it's we're three minutes in. Like, this is so lazy and it gets worse as we go. Um, for the four subplots. Uh, yeah, Mel- Melanie's is the best and the most interesting and fun because it's like it's like a it's like an odd. It's, first, it starts as the torture thing, and then it becomes like the odd couple thing, and the two of them have to travel together. You're kind of worried one's going to betray the other. Michael Rooker's in this story the most, and I think his character, though completely shallow and non fleshed out, could have been something. I like. I guess I like the the, the one you guys hate the most, the bro one, because that's Are you like because that goes down <laughs> the line of this is going to be the big dumb horrible horror movie that has like like it's like a like a like a slasher movie where like all all of the the kids partying and drinking and having sex and doing drugs get stalked by these people and these people are going to kill them and like that's like an 80s throwback kind of thing that that i like that tone because the other two stories are horribly unbearable schlogs i hate the other two stories i hate (laughs) i i I like the gwen storyline slightly better because i liked the very first scene where it's like the old restaurant like oh that's interesting and then yeah i like that ruined by the dialogue he hasn't aged a day. How how has this happened? And like, oh, stop your acting. He's she's like he's like, oh, did you hurt your hit your head? It's just terrible. It's so bad. Um, but that fucking war storyline. Oh my god, could anything fit worse in this movie? Why why is this in here? Why are we having like this fake emotional tug with a father son reveal that's dumb? 
that's that's quintessential fantasy island right there that storyline uh, is, is old school fantasy island but what i never saw it because that's the worst part of this movie is when they try to make I be- like that so when they try to be serious this is a goofy ass dumb horrible piece of garbage movie and if they don't realize it's that not, though it is terrible very serious no it's, well maybe the show was trying to do that this should not this should try to be so bad it's good and it's because it's not good That's enough. It's not good enough to be good on its own at all. It's not close at all. It's not even. It's not even the ballpark. So, and then the end. I'm with Jess. Uh, I, if we didn't have to do this for the show, I would have left. And I never leave movies. I, re- <laughs> I really, hate, I really hate the last. Oh, I don't know, half hour of this movie. Like, I hate it. I hate every twist in quotations. Um, it. Yeah. I just. Oh my god, it's horrible. Um. So I don't know. Like a two because I like the one girl's plot and the dumb bro plot is at least funny occasionally to me um, i did not find any piece of that funny <laughs> it's just funnier i think you know there were some throwaway funny lines yeah this two, those two guys are okay I, I like how i like the odd the odd like uh little the short little gay asian guy and like the traditional like older bro guy although i think he was way older he looked like 40 i don't know why they're <laughs> why why he's so much older but like <laughs> I don't know. I thought their stuff was it, that's the tone I was looking for. I was looking for that tone, and I was looking for the Melanie storyline tone, where it's terrible, but they're kind. Of, it's kind of goofy, like they're kind of in on how terrible it is. The other two storylines are like trying to look into the camera all seriously, and these there's teary eyed moments. I'm like, stop it. This is not. Don't don't even pretend that you're deep or interesting. You're you're a schlocky B movie. Those those are so much more fantasy island. It's a schlocky B movie. So, I, so. Yeah, two. Um, yeah. The characters we've already kind of talked about are four leads, or I guess five leads and their stories. Uh, Michael Pena is the main guy. Michael Rooker is the guy who lives in the woods. I guess we could talk about him. And then, you know, some of the fantasy players, like the, the husband and the father and the the bad guys in the bro storyline and the do- evil doctor and, I don't know, the burned guy. I don't know. What, what do you think of the characters, Jess? There's <laughs> oh, so gosh, many. I that you said that. There's so many, and I think I forgot. Do you care about any of them? <laughs> a quarter of them that you said. Um, yeah. Right. And we saw this yesterday. Gosh. Like this is fresh in our minds. <laughs> like it's it not. Sh- yeah, yeah, it should be. This is less than twenty four hours old. I wanted to start in the order of how I liked it. So I'll start about with um Maggie, or I'm sorry, calling her by her first name. Um, Gwen's story, Gwen's characters. Um, I like her a lot. <clears throat> I think she fulfilled what she was supposed to do. Her acting, I think, was the best acting of the movie, um, which is not saying a lot because it was mostly bad. Mm-hmm. Um, her <laughs> husband, I guess, was her husband. The kid sucked. The kid was, I don't know. I did not find the kid being like, oh my gosh, this is my daughter. She's so cute. It just seemed like she was babysitting. I could not get that mother-daughter connection between the kid. And, well, she's never um, met the kid before, like, in her head. Like I know, but, like, that's what the movie was trying to get at. Like, this is what she's wanted. Like, this is what her biggest fantasy was. And then when she sees the kid, at, I, I didn't She realizes that. she's wrong. She realizes it's not what she wants. She tries to change the fantasy. And then... I don't even know. Yeah, how it resol- I don't know how it resolves. <laughs> like he, he's just like Michael Pena. What about your wife? And and then th- that's the end of it. I don't know. Um, I would just choose a new kid. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> um, Lucy Hale always plays this character. She's always in these like in these like PG thirteen scary movies. She's always the average pretty girl that's a little bit sassy. And I think in every TV show or movie, she's probably is that girl. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't say much about her. I don't like her. I don't hate her. She just did her job. Um, I like Sloane. I liked how um, even when she was being like tortured and 
just in that chair having to go through all that. She still comes out being bitchy, so I, I like how she stuck to her true self. Um, yep. I would have been kind of pissed if that like changed her mindset, and now she's all nice to get out of there. I kind of liked how she still remains a jerk. Um, <laughs> let's see. The actor. Uh, I'm sorry, not the actor. The army. I, I don't have much to say about that. Um, the whole time, um, well, I don't even remember his name. The guy in the army, he, Patrick, I think. Patrick's the, yeah, the police. He just man. looked yeah. dumbstruck. And that, I think that was just his face. The ent- All of his scenes was I'd just I'd agree if dumbstruck. he took out the word struck. <laughs> yeah, he had dumb face the whole time. Yeah, he had just like... Super dumb face. I know. Um, and I guess we'll talk about this more later, but I hated the conflicts between him wanting to save his dad and his... No, I'm sorry. He wanted his dad to save and be save the entire army and be a hero, and his dad was like, "Fuck that! If I'm gonna die, I'm gonna get out of here." So that 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 push and pull was really dumb. I I didn't like that. Yeah, at the, all. the writing was made no sense. Like, who wants what now? Why why am I like running? Why are we wrestling in the water and mad at each other? That doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, it, it's terrible. Yeah, I I don't know. Um. And then I'm not even going to talk much about the two stupid brothers because I hated every second of it. Um, the acting was unbelievably bad. I I think they could have had a way better storyline if they wanted a, like a whole fun party. It could have been something way cooler like um, the hangover kind of shit going on, but it wasn't. And it was just unbelievably dumb. And I think they should be fired and considered new careers because they were just <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Yikes! The one Asian kid's in a lot of stuff. He's like a regular on uh, what's up? Well, show? maybe he Silicon was having Valley. a bad day or something because he he did not do it for me. Um, mm-hmm. those are all the characters worth talking about. Michael Pena, the main guy, the, oh, like, the uh, guy in charge of the island. He was fine. He, I feel like he could have been a little bit more charming, but he just seemed like he just worked there. Yeah, I, I mean, he did. Yeah. All right. So, who's next? What was your grade? Oh, what bad. Um, one five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm probably gonna go one five with the characters as well, but I think we need to talk a little bit about a character that wasn't mentioned uh, because we have we mentioned forty characters. How are there more yeah. characters? Please, please, please hold. We've mentioned in the past about having issues with Eastern European accents, and there was one of the animal head people um at one point who had a really bad russian serbian you about, like the main bad guy who accent? was going after the brothers yeah i just don't remember if he was pig head or clown head or when you first talk, was, started talking i'm like but... i don't even know who you're talking about right now yeah i think i blocked that part out i don't remember any accents okay, the... oh i the thing is is i thought that was going to be the big thing that we were going to talk about because we've talked about it before how there's actors that we like that don't have really good accents and and we've argued about finn oh and, yeah and somebody well i mean i, I would i i can't argue accents. either way because like there's just like 50 things dumber than that accent that i can't even like <laughs> I can't, it's hard to even sort my, in my brain, like, what the dumbest thing in this movie, like, what, what are the dumbest things, because it's just, like, con- I don't know, I, that was in my top five, I'm not gonna lie. That's in your top five? We have the last movie. half hour of this movie, and that's in your top five. <laughs> okay, but, okay, number one in my top five is not a character, it's actually 
the island. The what? The heart the of the island. The island. Is a character. The oh. heart of the island where they have to go in and kill the rock or whatever the heck. Well, is yeah, what are they doing? Get... <laughs> How are they doing it? They're killing the rock. I don't know what they're doing. Where they went um, to the spring? Yeah, where like you yes. see the reflection in it and it's like a blurry yes, projection, but it doesn't really I have no idea what it this depends is. On uh, what they're, it depends on where you're at in the movie as to what the power of that thing is. So um, that's my least favorite character um, is that the, my, I think my second least are the animal headed people um, going around. I also didn't like burn victim guy because I'm not real big on that either. Um, so a lot of the ancillary characters were um, my least favorite, but that hardly it. it it just regenerates my lack of liking characters when we're talking about the main characters. Cause I don't really like them either. Um, the only, I do like Lucy Hale. I, I think she's, uh, I think she acts this character well. So I think that, and maybe that's because I don't know her from a lot, but maybe that's because this is the kind of person that she typically portrays. Um, but I believed her storyline and, and the way that it, she interacted with Sloane. I don't know. I think Sloane kind of was wishy-washy. She was, you know, thankful that she was rescued, but then she turns into this bitch again at some point, which I didn't really believe that she that was happening either. So I didn't really, I wasn't convinced of that. Um, I think she was mostly concerned that her husband was seeing her, you know, live on a Facebook live or whatever with, with her lover. So that's a problem. <laughs> um, yeah, the boy characters in the, the whole party scene, boo. Everyone that was in the party scene, I hated. I mean, else? none of them really do it. Well, the guy. only one who even has lines is the one blonde chick, and then there's the the guy in the speedo, but yeah, he doesn't even have heels. lines. I... Alejandro. Alejandro, right? Because that's what they named the gun. Because <laughs> jokes. I know Alejandro because it's funny. Um, yeah, I was hoping that army guy would would be better because he looked really good until he opened his mouth, and then I was like, nope, sorry. Um, I like the storyline though with his dad, and I kind of like his dad. His dad's buddies are throwaways. I don't like Michael Pena's Mr. Rourke. He's too, uh, he has too much of a, of a, of a character in this movie. Like, you're supposed to take Mr. Rourke as just Mr. Rourke. This is Mr. Rourke. This is what he does. He's not motivated by any weird thing. And in this movie, he's motivated by the Julia character, who I also, like, just straight away knew that that was his wife or the person that was in charge of his weird snake ring uh who else uh, I, for, I forgot about that whole part it's just, oh, this ending. yeah Ugh, maggie q stupid. no i found her her face was very painful to watch the whole time because she was always in this the, the her whereas army guy had dumb face she had like oh you know oh my life has just been a it's been terrible face um and i'm not buying that for a minute uh, is that everybody? Yeah, I think we got I mean, everyone. That's plenty. I don't. <laughs> I think that's everybody. They're just it's 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 just it's just bad from the get go. So that's hence hence the one and a half. And it's bad at the end. And the the very first you're right. The very first part I was like, this is going to be the worst movie I've seen this year. And then I was like, okay, but now I'm getting the stories and it's okay to watch. But that to open it with what they opened with instead of just like introducing the characters, I thought was a huge bad move. It's so. just the, so yeah. The characters, um, I'm I guess I'm more with Jess. I like Sloane. I like her attitude the whole time. Sloane's my favorite character. Sloane's the only character that I'm at all moderately entertained by. Um, 
I, I guess I guess I kind of like her and Melanie. I like their story the most. She doesn't really do anything. I mean, together they're fine, but Sloane doesn't really do anything. I don't. Sloane has that moment later on where is. she like sees the evil her, and the evil her is like, "You're always just be a bitch," and she's like, "No, I'm good now." And then she's like, "No, you're still a bitch." Mm-hmm. Like that's that's I like about that, the twins. That's bare, that, like that's almost exactly what their dialogue is, and that's I I think I was la- yeah. my brain was like breaking in the seat at how dumb it was. So I started like <laughs> like like insane person laughing to myself, and my theater was pretty full, so it felt weird, and I was by myself. But oh, it makes me sad that your theater was full. It was very close to full on a Monday night. Yeah, there's a lot of people there. Um, wow, mine was pretty empty. It was in like yeah, yeah there's probably like 25 people in there on a Monday night. You know, it's a vacation week. Mostly a young a young couples kind of range, not a lot of old people, which is usually who you think that's who come to fantasy. Oh, they they re they did a fantasy island. Yeah, sorry, okay, I know that's your demographic. <laughs> I, feel, yeah, I feel called out right now. Thanks. Uh, I, I, that's exactly what I said when I walked in. Oh my god! Oh, I remember so this. I had to cover my eyes with yeah. the pillow in the corner. I don't want to spend any more time on the characters. You can fuck right off with that, Brennan. <laughs> I don't want to spend any more time. <laughs> the characters there i'll give you a one five as well um you know what i mean to go through them (laughs) no we spent way too much time doing it i don't i don't want to talk about them anymore everyone else is bad i don't really care i i I like the brothers storyline but they're not really good mr rourke is off-putting i i hate the other two storylines i hate (laughs) hate hate the maggie q and austin stowell i hate them i hate everything with that I don't know. It looks like Michael Rourke must have gotten lost on the set of Guardians 3 and just wandered onto this movie, and, and then they used him. Did you just call him Michael Rourke? Michael Rooker. <laughs> sorry, Michael Rourke. Mickey Rourke, oh. Michael Rooker. Um, all right, so visual and sound. Opinion, uh, visual and sound. I'm okay. Uh, okay, so the best part about this movie is the fact that it's Fiji. So that, For that do they literally... only, I'm giving visual, visual and sound a three. Did they film it in Fiji, or does Fantasy Island take place in Fiji? They filmed it in Fiji. We waited long enough to see that. Oh, this movie's a scam. They all just wanted to go have a vacation in Fiji, and they got tax breaks for losing money on a fucking stupid horror movie. This is a scam. Okay. Well, you know, if that's how you got it. I thought they were just bad. They were backlot sets. It was filmed in Fiji. Good for them. (laughs) That's all I have to say about it. Yeah, they probably get filmed in Fiji. Three stars. But at least they went to a a nice place to film it. There is no way I'm giving Fiji anything less than three stars. You just have to know that about me. So. Fair enough. Just All right, my to... turn. Okay. Yeah. So I think there's only two visuals that I actually um, are like pretty well. Is where he talks about it, um, the restaurant scene where he opens up and it's like this really, really elegant restaurant. So it transformed from the hotel to the restaurant and she mm-hmm. just walks right in. I like how that, how that was done. It looked, I like the transition. It looked really nice. Um, and then I like the torture scene where um, yeah. Lucy Hale is behind the glass and she pushes all the buttons that torture that uh, torture Sloane, which at first she thought was a hologram, um, like Tupac. And I was like, I don't even know if Tupac was a hologram, <laughs> Just, but okay, she kept saying whoa, that. You don't know about the Tupac hologram? Oh man, no. yes. Tupac was a hologram. This, this isn't our. This is contemporary. This isn't like it was forever ago. This was a couple years ago. Yeah, no, this is sidebar, man. But yeah, whatever. Tupac. We don't have to get out that. Yeah, She's made that joke about seven times. So yeah, she did make that joke yeah. a lot. Um, and um, how she thought that her torturing Sloan was just like a joke, and then she realized, oh, it's actually a real person because she saw it on Facebook, and then she tries. She very, very, very cleverly like 
gets rid of the evil whatever he was. I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, that actually had some, some thought put into that. I was impressed. Doctor, what was he? Doctor Sta- Bad? Stapleface something. Doctor. He was like Isn't literally like... Shrinks? Her old shrink she hated? Yeah, but like they made him a big buff monster with a taped up mouth. And he had mouth. like his... I don't... Yeah, what was up with the taped up mouth? That's gross. It's like soda. Um, well, I gotta find his name because he had like a. It was like do, it was like Doctor Evil or so. It was so it was something that bad. Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll look for it. it monster, so Dr. those monster. are the only two scenes that um I'll probably remember from the movie because everything else I'm just gonna trash and make room for something else. Doctor Torture. <laughs> um, that was his name, Doctor Torture. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And they she didn't even say why she hated him so much. He was just, I guess, a bad shrink to her. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's it. You just wanted to tape staple his mouth shut. What was your number? I, I you might have said. Uh, that well, I, I said the plot was going to be the highest, and then what? I gave that a two. So I'm going to say this is approaching a two, but never actually touches a two. Kind of like a math, where it's like approaching it, but it'll never hit it. Ah, yes, good math. Yeah, the visual. So it's funny, Jesse, you actually said my two favorite. It feels dirty saying favorite in this movie. But I like those two (laughs) scenes. They're kind of close together, too, and they're in that beginning part where I already know it's going to be awful. I know everything's written poorly and the dialogue's horrible, the acting's subpar, and everyone's mailing it in, but... The, those two scenes are like, oh, this is a little, a little bit clever, something kind of cool looking. Maybe, maybe it will be a be a fun schlock fest, and then never again in the rest of the movie is there anything other than other than when um, Sloane and Melanie are walking through the woods occasionally. There is just no more joy anywhere in the movie. Um, uh, visually, <laughs> sound was there, was there music in this? Did they, okay? Did they play the Sting from Fantasy Island? I don't know what it sounds like, but did they use that? Uh, I don't think they did. I think there might have been like homage music. To they it, all do. I don't think that they. No one says the, the plane. They all say the plane, like the show, I'm like <laughs> or sorry, the show. So I'm like, uh, that's that's unbearable. Yeah, that's directly from. Um, yeah. let's see. I, I hate the the zombie looking guys at the end with the eye with the eye goo and. Anytime they try to be something yeah. interesting looking, it's it's it doesn't work. So yeah, I'll I'll, it's I'll give it a. I'll give it a two. It's not like offensively horrible looking. It's just not. There's just yeah. I'll give it a two. Um, but Fiji, yeah. <laughs> it's not, you just give something three because I guess you can. But it's a weird way to. All right, so <laughs> people should know that I just don't approach things the same way. So we're wrapping up with with two <laughs> and and this ending. I oh, honestly, this, this, this is gonna. I'm gonna learn something because I didn't understand it. What happened at all? Well, okay, I I kind of get everything revolved. Everyone was like, You want to try to explain the end, Jess? No. Nope. (laughs) No. That would make me really happy. And how everything fits together. So here, I I don't. don't, Okay, so start with the part where Maggie uh, switches her mind and changes her fantasy. Start there? I don't even know when that happened. What I'm going to do. It happens before so this, the end. This is this is what's gonna. I, I have the Wikipedia page open this here. Gonna... I'm going to read you guys what happened, and you tell me if this is if you remember this, because uh, I don't know how. I can't explain it like I would usually, because I don't know what happened when. So here, here we go. The remaining s- survivors regroup at the resort and attempt to leave the island, but are cornered by the staff. Rourke reveals that the guests are part of someone else's fantasy in which they are killed. Realizing that everyone was involved in Nick's death—that's the the burnt guy. 
The guests deduce this is Rourke's fantasy, believing Julia to be Nick's mother. And escape to the dock, nope. where they watch a rescue plane sent by Damon's associates. Damon was the husband of Sloan, who they called earlier, after she apologized yes. for cheating on him, because they nope. were able to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, only for it to be shot down by the zombified drug cartel. The group runs into the jungle and enter the cave to destroy the glowing rock with a grenade that Brax is carrying. Which one's Brax? I don't remember a glowing Brax is the is the Asian kid. Um, glowing rock. Yes. I guess that's the bad guy in the cave, the evil, the evil thing controlling the island. What about well, the twins thing? What was that about? I'm, I'm trying to, I'm, maybe I'll get to it. I don't even know if that's what's going to happen here. While exploring the cave, the guests are attracted to their personal demon, demon manifestations. That's must have been when it happened. This is the point where they, where she runs into her demon self and the arms and underwater are pulling on the guy. Um, I don't know, okay. but they regroup and find the rock only to be summoned by Rourke and the zombies. After trying to throw the grenade, the guests discover that they are all part of Melanie's true fantasy. She seeks revenge on everyone for Nick's death, with whom she was supposed to have a date. It is revealed that Julia is actually Rourke's wife, reappearing as part of his fantasy. When Julia begins to die, she convinces Rourke to let her go and help the guests to escape from the island before disappearing. Suddenly, Sloane takes a sip of the collected spring water before fantasizing about Melanie's death causing her to be dragged into the water by Nick's zombified corpse. Before drowning, Melanie detonates the grenade against the survivors, but Patrick sacrifices himself by jumping over it to protect the others. The fantasy concludes, and Gwen, Sloan, and Brax wake up at the resort, discovering that Patrick died from his injuries, while Rourke finally agrees to let them go. As the survivors board a plane to leave Fantasy Island, Brax wishes for JD to come back to life and go home so he decides to stay in the island with Rourke for his fantasy to come true. After Gwen, Sloane, and JD take off on the plane, Rourke asks Brax to be his personal assistant and to have a nickname, remembering a nickname that JD named him at school. Brax chooses to call himself Tattoo, and that's that's how he gets his sidekick Tattoo. tattoo. That was the name of the sidekick in the show originally. <laughs> Alright, I think Tattoo. I might have slept through that part. So this whole thing was actually an origin story for Tattoo. Interesting. I'm surprised. I, <laughs> yeah, I think I remember like 80% true. of that happening, so that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the part about Nick being the son of Julia. Well, when they, when they I are... remember only because what? Maggie was like, oh, I remember they have the same eyes. And that's the only hint I think they gave you. When they're on the when they're all know, on the I bungalow and... and, and uh, all the all the guys are like surrounding them and they're confronting Rourke before they go back in the caves for the second time that's when they're like oh we know Julia uh, uh, this is your fantasy and Julia and the, this is the son and then how you're sounding right now the way you're talking is exactly how I remember the people talking in this movie like I don't even know what I'm saying that's stupid <laughs> no wonder they couldn't act. They didn't know what they were even doing in the movie. This, this, this I imagine this is the worst script ever created by by a human. And Melanie's the bad guy. This is a surprise for everyone. Melanie's the bad guy because yeah. they ruined her date because they burned a man alive by accident. But they didn't really. They, the, 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 the two guys had nothing to do with it. They were his friend. Uh, the, they were the roommates. The, but they weren't. They said he lived by himself, like, next door to them, or, like, upstairs. They didn't live with him, and they didn't think to check on him, 
But why would they think that? No, I th- no, they don't and live with them. They, they said he's with- roommates, but then he says he lives by himself next to us. And then when Gwen told Patrick, oh. like, oh, there's someone still up there, Patrick was like, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't want to yeah. go in there. I mean, who believes that? We got to wait for the fire. And also, Gwen goes into help. So why does, why does she want the revenge on Gwen? I think. So. Right. Well, well, Gwen because, started the yeah. fire, so I think it was all her fault in the first place. Oh, that's, that's right. right. She starts the fire. Okay. She, like, left a kettle. candle on her, I think, or something. The tea kettle, him. A tea, a tea kettle. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh,. Who, who's turn? Jess, what do you give the residents and feel of this movie? Uh, <laughs> oh, that's what we're talking about? Yeah, a point five. Can I do that? Yeah, it's rare, but I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> Teacher, can I do that? Um, yeah. In, in I, special circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't feel scared. I didn't I didn't laugh. I'm not going to remember anything besides maybe those two scenes. The end of this was pretty hairy. It just wasn't a good movie and it, it didn't resonate with me much at all i i like the attempt like it i liked how it was like oh it was this fantasy and then it was this fantasy but it just could have been executed so much better for it to actually have worked well okay what do you think well okay i'm mad that actual people that were going to fantasy island died trying to live out their fantasies so i don't like that part at all mm-hmm. um with the exception of the person whose actual fantasy it was, it was okay for her to die, I guess. Um, but is she really dead? Because all of those people we thought were dead during, like, there's the time when Doctor Torture goes over the side with the Mary Poppins. Dude oh, he comes back to life and... like five times. He like he doesn't. He just kind of yeah. shows up all the time. Yeah. Yeah, they're all oilians, is how Daddy referred to them from X Files. Mm. They you know, with yeah the, oh, with the goopy eyes and all of that stuff. So, I mean, is that what she's going to turn into now? Is she going to be? So maybe she's not really dead. Maybe now she's the heart of the island. Maybe that's what Fantasy Island 2 is going to be all about. I mean, it's I currently know. making money, so um, it's not impossible that we will be returning to Fantasy Island. Really? Mm, I feel like it's pretty impossible. It has How a budget of $7 million, and it's currently at $22 million box office. So it is in Wow, the- well, so a lot, lot of people lot are of seeing sense, it, but actually. a lot of people don't like it. No, never, I mean, only half of audiences, though, don't like it. Remember, the audience score is what, you know, the plebes care about. The, the people who, I mean, I don't know who walked out of that theater happy yesterday. I don't, I, a couple a couple of people were laughing at some of the stuff. <laughs> yeah, everyone leaving this, everyone who's in yeah. this movie is leaving happy because they all got paid and got to spend a month in Hawaii. Or, sorry, not Hawaii, <laughs> Fiji. Um, in Fiji, even better, yeah. yeah. Was your score okay? But seven million—that tells—that tells you. Well, that's what horror movies are. They—they're cheaply made, and that's why another reason I hate most horror movies. They're cheaply made product that will serve an audience, and the the audience is going to go see it no matter what. Like, oh, it's a it's a it's a pop out scare horror movie. I'll go see it. I don't care if it has no quality at all. And this is. It's a beautiful and example I just see it of that because it's a reboot of a seventy movie, and it's got right. So we'll trick so, some of the um, old people to go in my... at, on their two two p.m. matinee <laughs> on a Tuesday because they're like Fantasy Island. I remember that back in my day. Like it's just it... I paid full price at a seven twenty. Okay, so I don't I don't think we need to talk about that too much. Um, yeah, it's a I'm gonna give a for resonance and feel. I'm giving it a one. Is highly disappointing for me on all the disappointment levels so uh yeah this is hot garbage this is terrible um there's nothing not even hot it's like really cold gar it's 
What's the worst kind of garbage? It's it's cold, it lives with that garbage. cold hot garbage. Um, and like I just said a second ago, it, it, it <laughs> exemplifies what what's even worse about just just every jump scare horror movie. Again, this doesn't even this doesn't even achieve that, which is a horribly low bar already. It's just a cheaply made product. <laughs> they put it out there. They know they're gonna make their money back, and they're just gonna keep doing it. And we'll, I'll have to keep watching them. Because Jess apparently likes some of them for some reason. She recommends the turning. Ridiculous! This is this lives in the same house as the turning. They're okay, next door neighbors. We don't have to watch the sequel. How about that? To this or the turning? To this either. Oh, because we're gonna have to see the oh, sequel. To okay. There's no sequel. To the <laughs> yeah, I think so. That's it's the just turn. yeah. I mean, we've we've this is our fourth horror movie at the beginning of this year. We <laughs> it's just that time of year to do them, and uh, they're just. We don't have to. I mean, we can we can do all listener, you know, requests, and sometimes that's also turns, you know, even our own requests sometimes turns. Into there were some a, good a, horror a, movies last year, though. Like so. I liked, um, I liked Us. I liked uh, Lighthouse yeah. and Midsummer and Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Not bad, actually, not bad horror movie. But so far this year, we have kicked off with just oof, getting face. It's a it, yeah, it's a one. I'm not gonna draw. I don't really do the below one stuff unless it's murder mystery, in which case it deserves it. This is this is teetering on on that sort of soulless cash grab that should not exist. <laughs> um, so let's see, we're at the end here. I think everyone we all know where everyone stands. Mama K, would you recommend Fantasy Island? No, 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 Just. not at all, <laughs> not to anyone. Uh, unfortunately, no. I th- again, I think it had a lot of potential. Um, the individual character. I guess individual plots were the only thing that I really could pay attention to. And they weren't that, that, that bad until mm-hmm. it got very bad. So, yeah. 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 Super easy not recommend. Um, I guess I I guess I was with Jess in, the, in that I liked the badness for about 10 minutes there. But I never I never recognized this as anything other. For, like I said, 30 seconds in, I'm like, this is going to be terrible. Is it going to be so bad it's good? And no, it's not. It's just really, really unbearable. Uh, three pretty. Yeah, we did text right before the movie. You know, this is. Can, do we need to switch? Do we need to? Well, not to do be this? fair, your recommendation so. recommendation was downhill, which I think has twelve percent audience and like a thirty percent. That's okay. I'm but gonna that, laugh my face. No, off you're at not. Downhill, it's first of all, it's so. like a drama. Have you seen? That's have you seen Force Majeure, the the original one? Oh, this is a remake. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. It's one of those American remakes because the other movie overseas was so great. Uh, Let's just make it gotcha. American with American stars. And put Will Ferrell in it. Another soulless, soulless beginning of the year cash grab. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway, three not recommends for... I haven't seen Downhill. Maybe I'll go see it because I like Force Majeure a lot. <laughs> I say that. The directors I actually like a lot. They did The Way Way Back, which is a fantastic movie. So uh, Jim Rash and Nate F- Nat Faxon. Maybe, maybe it'll be bearable. Um, I'll, I'll probably wait for streaming. We could review it. We we don't really we don't have any slots right now because the way our schedule is right now. But um, all I right. So uh, just 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 wanted to see it for many months ago. She's like, oh, put it on, I, and you and you wanted right. to see it You're too. Right. You all you all You're said right. it was good to see it. You're I was right. the only one who was like, no. What have you? What are you doing? All right. <laughs> uh, I'll take that. I'll take it. It's okay. I watched Sonic so. I know. But don't worry, we got Invisible Man <laughs> coming up. We're not done with these. Can we go five for five for for terrible, oh, I'm un- done. unrecommendable horror trash? Can can we do it? I'm I'm very done. <laughs> well, Mama K's had her horror quota of the year. 
Um, yeah. of my life. I'm all done. Uh, what do we, March has some some things that are happening. Uh, onward, that'll be that'll probably be good because <laughs> Pixar, you know, baseline quality. Uh, Quiet Place Two, another horror movie. Although at least that one's the sequel to a good horror movie, so that's you know we'll see. Um, there's another one. Mulan. Mulan's coming out at the end of March, so that'll Mulan. be that better be great. Holding that to some high expectations. Um, I don't want to be with you watching that because you could get really violently ugly if it turns bad. Yeah, I could. Uh, I could. And yeah. Nicole will have to deal with that. Um, but we do have Sorry, this, Nicole. We got some slots coming up in the middle of March. So if you have anything that's streaming you want to recommend to us, or if there's anything in theaters that we haven't mentioned that looks interesting to you for some reason, uh, films with the women. Oh, we're going to see Wendy. <laughs> don't worry. I haven't forgot about Wendy. We're going to see Wendy. For some reason. I mean, okay. we tr- yeah. films with the women of my life on Facebook. I am Brennan underscore pod host on Instagram, and you can email the show at films with the women at gmail.com. I might be putting an embargo on horror movies coming up here because it is good. It's getting tough. It's, it, they're, they're actually literally killing me. So the, the, they are truly it's it scares me every time I see one on the schedule. So maybe that's uh, they're, they're effective that way. Um, yeah, just okay. for doing this. You're welcome. Yeah. Until next time, this is Brent signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave a review as it helps more people find the show. Like us on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life. Follow us on Twitter at Films Women Pod. And check out our website, filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. That's filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced